For I desire, saith the Spirit of grace, as I have promised in my word, to pour out my Spirit upon all flesh. That your sons and your daughters would prophesy and your old men should dream dreams and your young men should see visions and upon my servants and handmaidens I will pour out of my spirit in these last days, saith the Spirit of grace. I am calling you as a body. I'm calling you as a church no matter where you live to bring forth intercession in these last days with groanings of the Spirit that cannot be uttered by your articulation, by your understanding stay in the place of prayer stay in the place of commitment rescue the harvest in the church and rescue the harvest in the world for i desire a harvest among my people as well as among the world be diligent in these things i will help you in the things that must be done in the natural But as you give yourself to me in the spirit, I will multiply your efforts. I will multiply your time. I will multiply all those things necessary for you to be kings and priests unto me, saith the Lord. There is never and never will be a bunch like you, like the last church. I'm asking you to live up to my expectations of you, saith the spirit of grace. Continue in these last days to seek my face with an earnestness, and you will not be ashamed, saith the Spirit of the Lord. Have I not asked you, being a body from the very beginning, to bring forth that in the earth, which I've laid my hand on you to bring forth, saith the Spirit of grace. I caution you again and encourage you again and solicit from you again as my dear children to bring me gold tried by fire, saith the Spirit of grace. And I do not speak specifically of the trying of fire by testings and trials of which your faith will often be. But I'm asking you to come and complete the purging process, saith the Spirit of grace. Do not trade your gold for brass. Do not trade your gold for brass. For have I not asked you? Have I not selected you? Have not I cautioned you that I have not selected you above others that you would go in a way of pride or arrogance but yet I have given you a calling that no one can achieve in the earth except through prayer and except through fasting saith the spirit of grace except through going into my word into things of depth and promise Have I not given you a mandate from the very beginning, saith the Spirit of grace. And I've gathered your hearts and souls here as one to bring forth that mandate of prayer, saith the Spirit of the Lord. Go into me like you never have. Determine in this year to come that you'll make this a place of prayer inside of you like you've never known. Many will grab you by the shoulder and by the arm and say, come do this with me. The natural tendency will be to show your love to them and to show your allegiance to me, saith the Lord. That you'd involve yourself in this and that and the other. But I say unto you as a church and I say unto you as elders and I say unto you believers... That what I've laid my hand on you for as kings and priests is to go into the prayer closet. Many will reason and your natural mind will reason and Satan will come and say, but I've called you to the streets and I've called you to feed the poor and I've called you to do all these things. And yes, in me, I will bring those things to pass, but it will not be through an operation of the flesh like most of the church knows. But I will bring forth in you an exact replica of my firstborn, 
the one who walked in front of you. Yes, he fed the poor. And yes, he brought forth ministry everywhere he went. It was because he knew me in a private place. It was because he continued to purge himself continually and walk in a place of commitment to me, saith the Spirit of grace. I'm asking you to narrow your vision like never before. I'm asking you to zero in like never before. I'm calling you, saith the Spirit of grace, to become laser focused like never before. Busyness is not a sign. An over busyness is not a sign unto you or a confirmation to you that great works are being done. And yet there will be times where you will be very busy doing my work, saith the Lord. Listen and hearken. I have few, I have very few that are willing to do this. I have very few that are willing to hide themselves in the secret place and go into my word and go into my spirit and to deny their flesh. The flesh will give you many opportunities to minister in my name. And yet I'll work a work there as much as I can. But I have a very select few that will hide themselves and bring forth the anointing that causes a citywide and a statewide revival, saith the Spirit of the Lord. So I'm asking you kings and priests, I'm asking you to come away with me to a place that I've solicited from you for many, many years. And I am pleased with you, saith the Spirit of grace. I am not disheartened with you, but I am pleased with your efforts so far. But I'm asking you not to quench the Spirit. For in not listening to these very words and reasoning them out in your own mind and saying that is a man speaking. That's a man speaking. But I hear from God. Listen to these things. Judge these things, saith the Spirit of the Lord. Judge them by the Word. Understand this. That I've called you aside. I've called you to be a peculiar people unto me, saith the Lord. I've called you to walk in the Spirit and deny the flesh. And yet, when you pray, you'll move mountains, saith the Lord. The earth has not seen people like you in many generations. I'm asking you to come away with me, my beloved. I'm asking you to come away with me, my beloved. Know me in intimacy and know me in my word like you've never known before. Let your world that you live in become a place of peace and quietness. I promise you by my word and by my spirit that none of you, including the ones speaking now, have come into the place of peace and quiet like I have for you. There is a stillness that will direct your day. There is a stillness that will direct your life. There is a stillness that cannot hear the offense. Deafened ears cannot hear. And yet you will move out of a place of authority in my spirit continually moving mountains and moving things in your life. And yet ears are still dull of hearing. For many of you presently and many of that will hear will think of other things and only hear this partially. But when you come to another place, you can hear it in more depth. And more depth will bring you to a greater depth, saith the Spirit of the Lord. I say unto you that your entire life is to be consumed in me, saith the Lord. Give unto me what brass and what silver cannot. I desire the fruit of the earth. I desire a great harvest, saith the Spirit of the Lord. I desire that all of you walk in all the gifts of the Spirit. All the gifts of the Spirit flowing through you. I desire that Joel's army, the army of the last day, would flow together. No weak and no sickly among you is my desire. 
For I've chosen you as a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people unto me. He who has ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit has to say, saith the Lord. For many will be dull in their hearing, not having ears to hear, because of the layers of flesh that still surround and abate and hold back the strength of the Spirit. But I say unto you, that those who have ears to hear, that I've given you a spirit inside of you. And I'm not speaking particularly of the Holy Spirit at this time. But I've given you a spirit to conquer, to conquer your world and to conquer your flesh from the very beginning to stand without argument, head and shoulders above the domination of the flesh, to cast these things out and not live according to the flesh, but according to the spirit, saith the spirit of grace. This was the first measure. But this is not where I left you. I did not leave you to live the rest of your existence with your joy only in your ability to conquer sin. I have a much greater calling beyond that for you. For once you understand that you could conquer that person and live above in righteousness, I've asked you to come apart and conquer the world around you. And for this, you will need that Spirit comes by power to you through strength and through fire and through purging, saith the Spirit of grace. My Spirit comes to burn up the last of anything left beyond the entrance into my kingdom. My Spirit comes, my Holy Ghost comes to offer to each one of you the free will of choice of the whipping post where I as a Father, through my Spirit, will scourge away the remaining of anything left that has any effect upon you following me in the fullness of what I've asked you to do. Do not be mistaken do not let arguments arise in your heart and mind to delude the message of what i speak to you i gave you the power at the very entrance into salvation to conquer those things that destroy the image which you call killer or deal breaker sins that was done from the very moment of conception but i'm asking those of you that will hear my voice and purge yourself through prayer and fasting and giving of thanks to come away with me into another level why would you rejoice all your life as to make it the only and the center part of your life that you're able to conquer your flesh that to me was the beginning. I'm asking you to go forth and to conquer a world around you and to conquer your city through fastings and prayers and to bring forth and to destroy the last part of anything in you that is complacent towards these things, that is indifferent towards these things. For whosoever has ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says saith the Spirit of grace. Many, many will think often, but you lean heavily upon us, Lord. You lean heavily upon us from the pulpit and you lean heavily upon us from instruction. But has not my word said that as many as I love that I will chasten? And as many as will prune themselves and go through the fire, that I will likewise prune them again and again and again. Do not be ignorant of this understanding that there are not many in the earth 
at this present time that have turned aside to offer their bodies a living sacrifice. When I say not many, I'm not talking about that there is just a few in number. I'm talking about as in the proportionate of the church and especially the church in modern America. There are not many in proportion to that church that have turned aside to seek my face and cry out and abandon their flesh and abandon their world and abandon their aspirations and abandon the self-exalted and self-expressed life. I cannot make you do this. I will not make you do this. And this does not negate your coming to me at the end of your life in salvation and receiving whatever reward is available. But whoever will, whoever will lay down their life will reap a great harvest in this life for I will lay my hand upon you and your exaltation will be to do the works that my first begotten did. It will become natural. It will become a flow to you and through you, saith the Spirit of grace. You will not have time for arguments. Doctrine will be of the utmost importance. But debates, speculations, theories, and all kinds of endless chatter will not be of any necessity. You will not have the time. You will walk past it. To heal another and to raise another. Become deafened to the rhetoric of the church. Become deafened to the rhetoric of even some of your family members. For many who know me as in sonship. Do not know me in intimacy. My words are afar off to them. Though I have a place in their heart as in salvation. Yet I cannot turn them to the right hand or to the left. I cannot turn them as I will, saith the Spirit of grace. But those of you who have ears to hear. Continue at a straightforward motion. Listen always. Obey always. Be quick to repent. For I do not have many in proportion, but the ones that I have will bring about this outpouring, saith the Spirit of grace. For many of your hearts are turned aside, fighting the battle, some on many fronts, financially, physically, emotionally. For the drain and the fight of the battle has been part of your distraction. But I say to you, lift yourself up. Shake yourself. And let me stir you. Let me stir you beyond the place that you walk at today. Let this be a place where I infuse my strength into your hearts that it goes beyond a determination of the mind but a strength infused by my spirit to cause you to begin to continue day and night to pray the mysteries to walk in my spirit and to pray in my spirit Leave the parking lot today praying in the Spirit. Fellowship at times all through the day with me and others, intermittent, praying. Find yourself praying in the Spirit. Because in it, my desire is to lift you up. I desire to take you past the burdens and the fight. I've asked you to endure in the fight. I've asked you to endure in the fight, but I've not asked you to endure the things that have come that bring the fight. I've not asked you to endure sickness 
depression, poverty, as to let them rule over you or lord over you. But I've asked you to endure a fight against them, a good fight. But let me take the weight of this fight, saith the Spirit of grace. While you are worshiping me and giving yourself over to tongues and to my word, know this, that I'm building you up on your most holy faith. I'm preparing inside of you a continual answer against those things that have come to lead you astray with such a force against your emotions that it's hard to stand. Let me shore you up. Let me be a father to you. Let me, once again, get over to you how much I love you as my sons and as my daughters. In my strength, in my affirmation of my love to you, there is a great strength, saith the Spirit of grace. Give yourself over to this place. The more you do it, the more you'll come up, the more you'll stand. When you forget for a day or a season, go right back in. I will continue to be there to remind you. You're not lost. You're mine. I know where you're at. For many of you, are hearing the cry of heaven saith the spirit of grace for I'm saying unto you in your spirit that compass that is beyond all reason it's beyond the mind it's deeper than intellectual thought the cry of heaven is for you to come away come away with me saith the spirit of grace To you that are hearing this cry, to you it feels like there's a desire inside of you. You'd just be satisfied to go and sit somewhere and exhaust yourself in prayer, praying the mysteries until nothing was left, hour after hour, moment after moment. This is the cry that I'm giving to the church that has ears to hear. Come away with me, my beloved. Come away with me. For I must woo you into a place of intimacy to have you as the forerunners to this great outpouring. Will you do it? Will you come away? Will you find that private place and that corporate place to seek me and to sit and come away? Will you push back the hours and find room for me and sacrifice time? Will you find the way through my wisdom to steal moments and time to pray and intercede. For I'm laying on my church, male and female, young and old, a desire to pray, a desire to intercede. Even those who do not consider themselves as intercessors, I'm laying upon you the burden of intercession. For did I not say that my yoke is easy and my burden is light? There's a refreshing in this burden. All who take it on, all who receive it and embrace it, find life, saith the Spirit of the Lord. There is a death to the flesh, but a life to the Spirit. The trade-off is beyond measure, saith the Spirit of grace. The trade-off is beyond measure. Seek me. Find opportunity. Find excuses to steal away and sit with me and pray. So much depends on you. You've not even yet realized how much depends on you. 
You've not yet realized how jealous I am over you. I'm very jealous. Very jealous in a godly manner over you, saith the Spirit of the Lord. For I birthed you for this reason, and therefore, like a mother that would protect her children, like a father that would watch over and keep back that which would come in to molest and to destroy. My spirit watches over this place and all other places where this cry is going out and where ears, spiritual ears, are being able to hear these things, saith the Lord. I'm very gentle with those. I put on your right hand and on your left bumper rails to cause you to be able to know yes to this and no to that because all things though they are lawful they are not expedient though many things might be permissible they're not expedient to you that are hearing this cry from heaven come away come away come away with me my sons and daughters long after lust Lust after with a godly lust, with a desire that exceeds all desires in this earth to know me in intimacy. There's a reward for you. Not just in heavenly places in times to come, but there is a reward present tense, saith the Spirit of grace. When I wrap my arms around you and use you in intercession to change many things in the days ahead when you watch these things i'll witness to you on the inside your prayers did these things your prayers opened up an avenue for this one to be healed and that one to be delivered and many things to be set in the progress this outpouring you'll rejoice you'll be exceedingly glad when others can't understand your joy you'll be like a mother that gave birth both male and female you'll understand the joy of giving birth I've called you I saw you before you were born having a timelessness in myself and I desired many, many to go this route. But by your own election, you've chosen. So I come to you with a jealousy. I come to you with a desire. And I'm placing that desire stronger and stronger inside of you. Incredible gladness is in front of you in the days ahead, saith the Spirit of grace. You'll be glad for every moment that you fought back the temptation to quit. You'll be glad for every moment that you walk past an offense that could have diverted you from the right hand to the left. You'll watch the children come in, the little ones that'll be healed. You'll watch people from all walks of life come in and be healed. Yes. The children coming out of the groves, coming out of the pastures, coming out of places of obscurity, you'll watch them be healed. And you trade another ten lives for more of the opportunity to give yourself over to this divine intercession, saith the Spirit of grace. Intimacy is the hour that you live in. I call you. I call you apart. I desire you as a jealous husband with a godly desire for that which he has received. That which has been given to him. My father has given me my espoused bride. And I'm very jealous over you. I hold you with the greatest regards.
I nurture you wherever I can. And I fill you wherever I can when you give me this. Come away with me. Come away with me, my bride. Complete the purging process, saith the Spirit of grace. Go all the way to the end, saith the Spirit of grace. And leave nothing for chance, leave nothing on the table left unturned, saith the Spirit of grace. For have I not said in seasons gone by that the greatest of all these is love and the last that will appear and the last that will be perfected will be all those things having, having to do with and pertaining to love one for another and for me giving all of everything you are over to me and loving each other all the way, all the way to death saith the Spirit of grace. For this is the plight. This is the road of the revivalist. This is the one that goes all the way in and leaves nothing unturned. Leave no place in your life for offense. Leave no place in your life. Let everything be reconciled to the cross. Have I not said in my word... That if you desire forgiveness, you must forgive. And if you do not forgive, neither will I forgive you, saith the Spirit of grace. For your Father loves you beyond all things and has placed all of His kingdom in your hands to bring forth this great outpouring in this last hour. Hear this instruction. Forgive everyone. Of all things, at all times, leave nothing, leave nothing contrary in your heart to the image of where you're going, saith the Spirit of the Lord. Hold no one captive, even as I have said, you are not a victim. Neither hold anyone a victim of anything in regards to an offense. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath. Be quick, very quick to forgive. Watch your sarcasm one with another. That it doesn't come out of a place of where there's malice. Let all fun and sarcasm and those things that are light be just that. From a light place of the heart. Let nothing come from the roots of bitterness. Go deeper into me, for there's still yet to be cleansed. And there's yet to be washed. And you'll see. You'll see because the further you go in and the more that my forgiveness is displayed to you and through you, you'll find layers and levels of my peace and levels of my authority that'll question the great questions of the mind of why these things have not yet come to pass as in power and revival. Because they're hidden below layers, sometime of unrecognizable malice for things said or things done in the past. Your argument and how your argument and how I can forgive these things is reconciled by my word and by the power of my spirit through my son. For I provided all these things through everything that he went through in the garden. So lay hold on these things and make excuses no more. For these are one of the last and great things to be done in my body before I come in this explosion of my glory on the earth, saith the Spirit of grace. Do not wait for communion. Do not wait for sermons. Do not wait for exhortations. Do not wait for encouragement. Do not wait for inspiration from some other source or some place in your life in which you'll be inspired to let others go free from places that you've held them in your heart. The appointment is now. The time is now. 
release all, leave nothing on the table unturned. Let me come and inspect every part of your life. Husbands, love your wives. Wives, love your husbands. And be not bitter against them either. One, forgive all the past. Walk in the fruitful land of life, miracles. Children, forgive parents. Parents, forgive children. Partners and business, forgive one another. I say unto you, there is no excuse that stands before me as legitimate to hold anything in this life that should not be forgiven, saith the Spirit of the Lord. I have forgiven you. Now you forgive others. You'll see. You'll see and you'll wonder why it's so easy. Why it's so easy when it was so hard to pull up the miracles and see the divine glory that will fall in your midst. The purging is among you. And the purging is worldwide to those who have ears to hear. And as I said, purge your hearts. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourselves. And walk in the newness of who you are. And make this a daily consecration to me. For when the revival rages and kingdoms and nations are turned in your own land around you, it will be that you keep this anthem in your heart always. That nothing settles there for a moment. Not one moment that you allow anything to offend you. Great peace have they that love thy law and nothing shall offend them, saith the Spirit of the Lord. Do not accuse in your mind your brothers. Guard and garrison your thoughts during the day when something lights on you in your thoughts and wants to take you off into accusations concerning this one or that one. Garrison your mind and bring it in immediately and submit it unto me. Strongholds are those thoughts that have been allowed to run free concerning your brethren and accusations. Your facts are not my truth, saith the Spirit of grace. Who is it that will judge another man's servant? Unto me he's able to stand or fall. Stand upright and judge correctly in your heart that I am the Lord unto them as I am the Lord unto you. And as I forgive you of your trespasses, I forgive them of their trespasses. Call unto me daily to purge your heart and make your heart pliable that there's no part in it that becomes hardened through accusation. Bring forth unto me this purging and you will see that what I have promised will come to pass, saith the Spirit of grace. I birthed you for a sole purpose. And yet, you hardly know your significance. Do not let the flesh or the mundane blind you. I know me, I know me, saith self unto you. I know me, I'm just me. But I say unto you that you're my son, my daughter, my high priest that is to bring forth the high praises and the intercession in the earth that will bring forth the great and last day harvest of my kingdom, saith the Spirit of grace. For you've not expected more of yourself as you should, but expect far more of yourself in going forward. Put a higher mark to your life and expect yourself 
to be in a place with me that can turn the city and that can turn the nation, saith the Spirit of grace. When you think of smaller terms of yourself, you minimize my ability to flow through you in authority and expectation of things in faith that will truly turn a city upside down, saith the Spirit of the Lord. When you relate to yourself as you would relate to a friend with many faults and do not sear the higher part of you which is called up into higher places to make intercession for the city. When you live out of the familiar, then you demoralize and bring low the place of authority that is in you that I've placed to bring forth the revival, saith the Spirit of grace. There is a pride that can exist out of the flesh. And too many guard themselves at the expense of the Spirit, saying, I will not pride myself over there. But yet in the same way, you'll not live out of that place of authority by familiarizing yourself with the flesh. But you must, you must come up higher. Expect more and do more and be more for me through that place of authority, saith the Spirit of grace. It'll be hard for some, he says. Some won't be able to see it and come all the way in. But do not despair for them, saith the Spirit of grace. Some of mine are willing, even present tense, to tarry until it brings in what it takes. Everything for this outpouring. Many are on the verge of that place of authority that I've asked them to come to for many years. And I'm asking you as a dear friend, come all the way. I'm coaxing you. Yes, I'm coaxing you to come all. But for those who can hear And go ahead and make the last part of this journey all the way over. I'll use your authority to bring others all the way. Many have asked in days gone by, who will be some of the first to go all the way in and experience that glory? My heart is that you all come one and come all to this place. But there will be those who by choice of laying down their life will make this last part of the transition over. And standing in that place, looking back, There will be an authority in their hearts. To help bring others. To this place. I'm coaxing you. I'm wooing you. Do not despair for those who have a hard time during these times do not understand the moment that you're in I love them and I have a place for them in my kingdom as well but for those who are making the final part of this transition this is meat to you And it is not only for these times in the service, but it is an anthem to you to speak louder than words, to know that beyond these walls, it is your place of commitment to prayer that will bring my authority. In the last part of this transition, saith the Spirit of grace. So go all the way in. Do not care as in 
being overly careful for those who are not ready to make the journey. My love will flow not only to you, but through you to them. But let no distraction based on anyone's want, anyone's desire, or wantful desire to come in. Do not look at them. Do not despair for them. You who have ears to hear, come all the way. Come all the way. And you'll help bring others. You'll coax others to this place. Saith the Spirit of grace. But no, I'll take over. I'll take over in the days ahead. I'm already taken over through instruction and through presence. And when I say I'll take over, it's not that I'm not already in charge. But that which you solicit from me as in miracles and moving of my spirit and that which will catch up many into a place of intercession, those seasons will come upon you. They will last and they'll fuel They'll be the fuel by which you'll go further. And then those seasons will lift and great works will be moved out of those seasons and wrought out of those seasons. Then I'll come again. The heart of the intercessor will always be maintained in that place. But I'll come in my services like this and greater ones as I will as in taking over the, the entirety of being able to To just saturate people with my presence so strong that no one will move hardly or be able to exit the building. And from that, great glory will come to the city. From that, there'll be a magnet, magnetizing to this place, not to glorify man. But they'll follow it all the way back to its origin. They'll find where is this coming from. Where is the talk of life. Those things that are happening. And spreading in the city. Where are they coming from? Where is the epicenter? Where is the core? They'll follow it back to this place. Many like and such services will I give unto you. And greater beyond. Stay in intercession those of you that are because you are helping bring about these things your authority I'm borrowing not just today but I've been borrowing it for quite some time to transition and to cause this river to go the way that I want it to go saith the spirit of grace so keep pouring yourself over to me as a living sacrifice you're not only just changing yourself you're changing And bringing forth the destiny of this church and the house and the vision of revival. And together, like tributaries joining one stream until it produces a great river. Houses like this one, other places and other intercessors that are your fellow brothers and sisters are interceding for this to come about. And while they're interceding, they're also giving their life over to the purging process and allowing me to come in and get them ready for this last great final day harvest, saith the Spirit of grace. I cannot get over to you presently to your mind because of what you have not yet seen before in the past. I cannot get over to you the inevitability of how deep your rejoicing will be in days ahead saith the Spirit of grace. You'll find that the joy that will fuel your inner being because of the things that will be happening and the people that will be being saved will be as if it were an energy to you within your mortal body. You'll find that the task to sleep will be of something that will be somewhat of a task Not because of restlessness or fear that keep many of you awake, present tense, but it will be an excitement like a child 
has the excitement before a celebration, before Christmas, before their joys of the toys. But your toys, your excitement will be men's lives being changed. You'll find that the further you go, and especially you intercessors, that there will be a great joy in sacrificing your time, your energy, and your life, knowing that the dividends that will be paid will be paid. And I will not relent, saith the Lord. I will not hold back the dividends of souls, healings, and miracles, and the transformation process that brings forth the fullness of the exact replica of my kingdom back in the earth, saith the Spirit of grace. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John will return the works and the essence. The body at large will be shocked to hear and to see what they will hear and see from this place. I put you on aware, but do not be afraid that many will rush in in the days ahead or when they see the explosion of my glory, they'll try to merchandise it. They'll try to catch it up in ways in which Simon the sorcerer said, give me this, I'll pay money for it. But as he was rebuked, so will they be also rebuked. I'm expecting you as a caucus of elders learning line on line, precept on precept, the word of God and doctrine that you'll be able to turn away the gainsayers in love, but if all necessary, with a stern and solemn rebuke, that those who rush in and will try to create for themselves gatherings, attention to themselves in the midst of the revival, you will be a firewall in the spirit against what has debilitated and brought down and destroyed many such revivals. But you are right, and I declare unto you by the Spirit that you are right in your understanding that the last great harvest of souls will be that which is brought up all the way to my return, saith the Spirit of grace. And what I am preparing you for is not something that comes and then something that goes. But I am preparing you and those who are part of this and watching and those that will hear in days ahead that you will be part of something that is as strong as case-hardened steel. It cannot and will not be broken by the times. It will not be broken by persecution. It is a rock. It is a rock that cannot be broken, that cannot be split. It is the foundation of the sayings of my son. And as the apostles wrote upon these things and prepared the church, I saw and prophesied to you through many places that there would be an end time church that would welcome me back. There will be many growing pains in which you will grow. And there will be many times that you will have to prefer your brother. But there will be nothing that will split you. There will be nothing that diverts you because of the foundation that you have, saith the Spirit of grace. Do not fear regarding history. History is a teacher. It is not a dictator. It does not dictate your future. No church that you've ever seen that came and went is a replica to you. No movement, no past tense revival. The revival that I began on the day of Pentecost was meant to be alive and well today. And yet, because time and man's doctrine destroyed the foundation through religion, I was forced to go underground through many centuries but I've come back as I've always been here but I've come back to bring forth this last and great church saith the spirit of grace so come apart
listen. Listen. Listen to your instructors. Listen to the word of God. Prove all things. Prove all things by my word. The time is short. The harvest will be great. Your joy will be beyond words, saith the Spirit of grace. It's the anointing that breaks the yoke, saith the Spirit of grace. The flesh profiteth nothing, saith the Spirit of grace. More determination, more willpower, more being adamant about getting it done, or convincing others in your life to get it done, or to do for you, or to move this, or to move that. Is not the authority that I gave you. For my authority comes up from a place of the Spirit. I gave Adam from the very beginning that authority to tend to the garden. Before the fall, his authority came out of the Spirit man that was in total unison with his physical body and his soul. After the fall, I came with a renewing spirit, a spirit that was created like unto the first. I brought forth the final Adam to renew you and even beyond because that one, that last Adam became a quickening spirit. And it's out of that spirit that all life proceeds And it's out of that spirit that all the abundance of life proceeds to your life, saith the Spirit of grace. For I am patient and long-suffering to teach you this. But when you move out of the flesh, then you move out of the emotions in your own life to get things done on a daily basis. Even mundane things and things that you would think of as in natural things, as in jobs and work and employment and in going about. I did not give you this spirit to move out of the flesh. For all authority comes out of that spirit, saith the Spirit of grace. Learn this place of authority because you must understand this and judge yourself when frustrations come and anger comes and a sense of having to make it happen comes. It's not that authority that I gave you that you're moving out of. But if you'll move out of that authority and speak the end result and believe that my spirit and my angels and everything that heaven employs will go in front of you and surround your words with authority and power, then the things that you place your hand to will be accomplished in such a perfect standing of grace and authority that even when you're adamant about Something and adamant about getting something done or having something accomplished. It will not be through frustration. It will not be through an attitude that pushes yourself or pushes others. Submit to this authority in all things. It begins first in the spirit and then exudes itself into all places in life. I've called you for an outpouring. I've called you for a place where men look at your lives and say, there is a group that does not walk like we walk. There is a group who when they speak something, it comes to pass. It follows them much of the signs and wonders that others will see. will not just be the miraculous healings, but it will be watching your life which will be a sign and a wonder to them that how you maneuver in life and how that you get things done, they'll have to testify that there must be an outside supernatural helper or source that helps you accomplish what others cannot accomplish, saith the Spirit of grace. 
kings and priests I've called you to be. Yes, you'll lay hands on the sick and watch them recover. And that's part of the great outpouring. But part and much of the great outpouring is walking in a place where the anointing surrounds you that it breaks all yokes. Your yoke that the enemy would fasten your life to with negative confessions and negative thoughts and a downward spiral is broken by my presence and staying in my presence. That yoke is broken. As my word describes it positionally, then in experience, it's broken for you as you tarry in my presence, saith the Spirit of grace. But it's not meant that freedom that comes by that yoke being continually broken over your life and in your life is meant to be experienced. Let others be part of your communion. Serve communion to others, not just with the breaking of bread and of the juice or the fruit of the vine, but let them take communion of your life imparting to them as they watch you in observance that your life is a life of freedom and peace. And what you say comes to pass in authority because you move out of a place of authority saith the spirit of grace in part oh i've called you to go from house to house from place to place when you enter a room it should light up when you enter a place no matter what the chaos do not become part of the chaos do not become part of the confusion Know this, that you have an answer for everything, saith the Spirit of grace. Even when you do not believe in your natural mind that you have an answer, you have an answer for everything inside of you. Because the one that created all things dwells inside of you. Be a problem solver everywhere you go. Walk into chaotic situations and solve it with an anointing that breaks the yoke. You have one of two choices to make. The first will always be that of the senses. Every situation cries out to employ your natural senses. Every part of your day and every part of any situation and circumstance that you come into with others in this life. The first answer or the first employment will be to come at your senses and employ your natural senses i'm testifying to you as the spirit of truth divert yourself step back from the natural go into the spirit and realize that you're first my son my daughter empowered with answers empowered with grace empowered even just to stand in chaotic situations and exude an anointing that breaks the yoke, saith the Spirit of the Lord. I've called you to be super people in a world that is spiraling down every minute. I've called you to be those with answers and those with an anointing saith the spirit of grace it's what's inside of you not what's on the outside or what you know in your mind that will control your future tend to this garden go everywhere speaking and sowing seeds of life saith the spirit of the lord and if you have an answer to your brother fellow christian or to the world that is out of the soul and out of unmeditated places, be quick to repent. Change your words and speak life. Let every part of your garden be growing seeds of life, prosperity in your body and prosperity to your souls and prosperity to your finances and prosperity to your children coming in. 
people being born again lives being changed there's no place for jesting that's contrary to the confession of the things that you're desiring to take place saith the spirit of the lord even foolish jesting will negate your healing it will negate great breakthroughs in the financial realm it'll negate or hold back abate for seasons the miracles that you desire in your own personal life watch your words and watch your confessions be like be happy enjoy life but when i convict you about words that are not seasoned with salt then be quick to repent have them erased in heaven that they do not stand as a memorial against your continual confession and walk in truth walk circumspectly in truth and the power of my words saith the spirit of grace i'm lining you up like never before because of the cries of your heart there's a joy coming on the church there's a joy like you've never known and an ecstaticness like you've never known that's coming but it'll be coming as a result as you line yourself up with me in my word don't be rebellious in any place hearken in every place and I'll give you space to grow I'll give you time to grow I'm not jerking you up but I'm growing you up but I expect you to be in a continual place of growth saith the spirit of the lord and i'm very patient very patient 